Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stock Dirty to Me. I am, of course, your host, most full Yeah, We're just grooving out with our nice intro. Shout out to you making it on time. Woohoo! Yes, that's number one podcast for the stock market for beginners. This is the number one podcast in the group. There we go. Yes, it's the number one podcast in the group, <laughs> teaching you valuable lessons about investing yeah. as well as breaking down the craziness that goes on in the stock market. Of course, you know who I am, a Phil Better, the podcast mogul. But with me, as always, are our experts in the group, the uh, co-mods of the group, as well as the co-hosts here. We got Tony and Dal. Tony, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm just... Uh... We got Mike to, or Mark turning in, tuning yep. in. Sorry, from, from my backyard. backyard. Been there a long go. day, but yeah, I'm having a, a drink for the first time in a couple of weeks on the show, trying That's to bring right. back the tradition. You, so. you you could have let us know that you wanted to bring back the tradition, and me and Dalt wouldn't be drinking. You know the H two O. I got water. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I screwed up. Next time, I'll give you a heads Next up. week. Next week, we're bringing back. Yes, we're bringing back the drink challenge i guess if you will dalt uh how are you doing how's your week going so far good great week um it was a long weekend for me i had a wedding <coughs> so you know they had an open bar and so that's why i don't need to drink today uh, <laughs> oh, okay all right yeah, that's, yeah, fair. Other that, that's that, fair other than that i think everything's been well um yeah i'm excited for the topics that we got today actually talking about rivian What's going to be the next big stock to take off and how to hedge against volatility? Everybody's down today. It's uh, pretty sure it doesn't matter what you have. I was down 1.99% to be exact. I've heard some people down 1%, some people down 3%, 4%. So I'm going to teach you how to hedge against volatility. That'll be a good topic, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, I, I know people aren't going to believe this, but I didn't even open my portfolio once today. I have no idea. I was so busy, I, I didn't even think about it, to be honest. But that, that's what to... happens when you have a great portfolio, yeah. where you build a portfolio. You didn't even think to look at it today. Yeah, you look yeah, at it monthly. You it don't out. need to look at it daily because you know it's going to perform. I'm probably down like 2% if Dalt was down. So I don't know. The S&P got crushed today or something? Specific stocks got got crushed. Not a, if I was just holding Google and Mastercard, I would have came out with a gain today. Uh, DocuSign got crushed, which brought my whole portfolio down. That's never good. Yeah, but it, we're in it for the long run, so it's fine. A one day dip isn't going to kill you. This isn't a dip dip. This is just a blip. Um, but apart from that, Dalt, how's everything else going? Everything's great, man. Everything's great. Can't complain. Um, yeah, looking forward to doing a well, – I'm going to do a little bit portfolio shuffling in the new year, but nothing right right now. I'm pretty happy to hold what I what I have. Excellent. All right. Let's jump into it because I've seen a lot of questions in the group today about the uh, the current stock we're going to be jumping on. Uh, it, uh, Tony, you were, you were amazed at the size that uh, I, this company yeah. here, Rivian yeah. Automotive. Yeah, I took some Inc. notes on this because I – I wasn't really paying too much attention to the market today, but I did look into this like a uh, half an hour before the show and wrote nice. down some notes. Um, so actually, I'm down uh, about a half a percent today. Not bad. Not bad. That's pretty good. Um, you beat the market. Yeah, not bad. Well, so I did uh, recently. Um, uh, I invested into a little bit more bonds in my portfolio. Uh, and nice. um, and I did add to my real estate, so that kind of 
an SEHD kind of kept me afloat today that we're up today. So, yes. yeah. Uh, anyways, so let's talk about uh, Rivian, right? Is that how it's it? Rivian? Rivian, if you will. Yeah, uh, I'm putting yeah. a French spin on it because it looks French, <laughs> uh, but I could be completely wrong. Um, it's an American electric vehicle automator, uh, automaker and automotive technology company founded in 2009. Rivian is building an electric support sport utility vehicle and pickup truck on a skateboard platform that can support future vehicles or be adopted by other companies. These vehicles are designed for both on-road and off-road driving. An electric van is also being built, and all three vehicles are slated to be delivered to customers in 2021. The company plans to build an exclusive charging network in the United States and Canada. Rivian is based in Irvine, California, with its manufacturing plant in Normal, Illinois and other facilities in Palo Alto, Carson, Plymouth, Vancouver, and we're walking England. Well, here's the crazy thing about this company. They, they are the largest IPO of 2021, right? Of over a hundred million now. If I'm not mistaken here, oh, large, sorry, Mark said it, billion. largest since uh, Facebook. Yeah, largest well, since 2014. So... Mm -hmm. They are over a hundred billion dollars in market uh, evaluation and market cap. That doesn't mean that means that's their stock market value. Obviously, stock market value can change by the minute when the when yeah. the market's open. Um, the crazy thing about it is that this is now the second largest automotive manufacturer in the U.S. behind Tesla, and they haven't even made a car yet. This is how fucking crazy the <laughs> stock market has become like this company doesn't even have a car yet and yeah. they are the second largest company in america second this company is worth company. more than every car company combined they're worth more than <laughs> uh, ford gm oh. honda toyota everybody yeah. except tesla how well wait wait mark that? mark is mark mark is amazed as well here going whoa but he also just said here uh they made cards cars sorry not cards cars uh 156 cars out there on the road uh i don't think they've actually sold a car though because when you look at their he earnings said, they have he said 156 that's very possible what's that three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah okay so out of dang. a billion dollar profit, like yeah, that's an amazing dollars. markup, I must say. Like profit car per car, yeah. Car companies that have, that sell millions of cars per year are worth, like Honda, Toyota, Ford, GM, <laughs> are worth less than this company that has 150 cars on the road. Mark just but I don't think um, yeah. the cars go to the employees. Um, Two nobody's hours. actually bought. Nobody's actually bought one other than someone that has an actual in with the company. Yeah. Like no operator has no regular customer has driven up to a Rivian dealership and bought one of these cars because there are no production cars yet that are for sale. In fact, they have about uh, I think last time I looked, it was about fifty thousand cars on pre-order. Uh, so well, we have who do we have here? We have Maria saying that currently they have a deal with Amazon for a hundred thousand delivery trucks. Do they though? They have yeah, that's they a finalized deal. <laughs> oh no! What's wrong, Dalton? They, they well, they 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 do, but I mean, Tesla owns this company anyway. I mean, sorry, um, Amazon owns this company. 
So they oh, own yeah. like 10% or whatever of this company. So, I mean, what do they do? Of course they're going to order. Not? I don't think it really matters. Yeah. It's just money Amazon, that yeah, of course. Amazon yeah. throws away. <laughs> it's their pocket their yeah. pocket change. $20 billion investment in a $1.5 trillion company. Like, who cares? Oh, my God. It's, it's, this is, uh, is mind-blowing. equivalent of a 1% yeah, speculation. This is the this is something we've talked about many times before. This is the Tesla. Effect. Wait, wait. Th- did this this, this IPO today? Yes, yeah. I'm going to get to. Yes, I'm going to get to it. So I have some stats on this. So by the way, not a single person on the stock market was able to buy this at seventy eight dollars today when it IPO'd. This oh, was only for this was only for pre orders. And um, this was for people that got uh, stock options that reserved these cars. So anybody that reserved these cars, they reserved 7% stock to let people buy into this pre-IPO. And so they were able to get it at the price of $78. So if you reserved one of these cars and you put money into it, yo, then you well today or right now. And take that profit down on the car but when uh, i read that i laughed it's such yeah. a it's a it's, it's a new thing that's happening and robin hood did it too um they reserved a portion of their ipo to users of, of robin hood it's kind of like a scam so that you can buy the car early to inflate the the um uh delivery so you said how many fifty thousand um pre-orders they have or or, or something uh, well, yeah, Amazon not, ordered a hundred thousand. Of those fifty thousand, who knows how much no, they have I'm to saying, down? Yeah, and maybe they're uh, going to drop out after they get the after they get the uh, IPO stock. Tesla did the same thing with the Model Threes, where it was like, "Oh, we don't have the money, but um, if you everybody pre-orders and we'll just make pre-orders a thousand dollars, and you know if we get uh, ten, tens of millions, tens of millions times a thousand, now we can build them." So that's kind of the same sort of thing. They don't have the money. They don't have the money to build these cars. Last time I looked, they had like 400 million on hand. But when you're building a car from scratch, like it's a lot of money to do Mm -hmm. that. A lot of research and development and paying employees and buying facilities and buying CNC machines and CNC machines, which I deal with every day. These are million dollar machines. Mm -hmm. So this isn't cheap to buy these, this equipment to make these vehicles. So it's not like, you know, yeah, they have four hundred million, but that money's going to go immediately. It's not. They're not even going to. Yeah, they're not going to even get that back in the first round of pre-orders. Yeah. So they're just going to use the the stock. <laughs> if they're smart, they'll just sell off some stock and use that money and put it into production. But this is incredible. This is this is the Tesla effect. Like yeah. a lot of people that missed out on Tesla in 2013 or whenever it was they ipo'd they're looking for they're doing everything to find the next next tesla we saw it with neo we saw yeah. it with lucid we've seen it with so many of these other EV workhorse companies. workhorse nicola and lordstown motors guys they got slammed those guys are forever done that's um, all we were talking yeah. about when those companies ipo'd like oh my god this is the everybody was talking about that and those companies have done nothing nothing they're just toiling around in mediocrity and you don't even know what's going on with them. 
Uh, I want to just point out this uh, from uh, Sandra Perkins. Uh, Sandra, we we just want to give what we our opinion. Like it's uh, Dalt is a licensed investor. Tony understands the stock market because he studied economics, and I'm just the average Joe trying to learn stuff. And we're just sharing our knowledge and we're trying to save you from doing stupid things. That's all we're doing. But yeah. Yeah, well, I think one thing we always do on this show is we are honest and we just give our honest opinions. Sure. We, I, I don't have, we don't really have any bias. And if we do, I, I talk like, I talk about Apple. I'm, I'm kind of biased with Apple because I like Apple. I have a lot of their products, but mm -hmm. Apple is at least a very profitable company. I do realize that they're, they're not as profitable as Microsoft and other companies. So we're, we're going to tell you the truth. You know, sure. whether you like it or not, and it sucks. I know some people get mad when we don't talk well but about numbers don't stocks, lie. but it is what it is. Now, it's not to say that this company can't be successful. I just think that there's a lot of wishful thinking with this company and this company is it's not their fault. They're taking advantage of what's happening right now. It's yeah. actually really smart. It's actually really smart. Oh, like it, it's uh, a, they're right now they're gambling, just like everyone's gambling on this stock. They're, they're gambling that they'll get enough money to yeah. be able to push their car to the next level that it gets wrecked. And then, uh, they can, uh, actually start selling cars and that. Yeah. Speculation. I, I made a comment about this, now. um, um, to someone, I forget who, but investment banks are, they're really they're doing a good job at at taking everybody public now. Um, there's a lot of mania and frenzy in markets, and there's a lot of crowds, and that's a very good thing for taking companies public. So, um, Dutch Bros, Portillos, which is just a hot dog hot dog stand that exists in three states. Somehow, this is a you know almost a yeah. company. I don't understand it. Rivian again. They're the best mix are just going to every mom and pop shop around the U.S. Oh, you only own you own a hot dog stand in uh, Chicago. We can take you public at two billion dollars. What? Are you out of your mind? No, seriously, we can actually do that today. So they're doing that and they're going around. And investment banks are getting paid. Like investment banks margins right now are so frothy. Like J.P. Morgan is killing it. They really are. They're making a shitload of money. I, right now. I just I just can't. When are we going public, guys? When are we going? It's, yeah, it's insane. Like I underwriting fees are like at all time highs for investment banks. I can't get over it. I can't get over the fact that this company doesn't make cars yet or hasn't sold a car to the they public don't, yet. They don't need and to. They are the second largest automaker uh, in value in the United States. It's crazy. How does that make any sense at all? It's you know, insane. the market is just insane. It, it's insane. So, yeah. And, so, uh, like every other week, there's a new IPO. Every other week, Every it's other a new week IPO. IPO. and you can you can expect two weeks from now there'll be another IPO. There will be because forget investor appetite is yeah. so is so high right now. For everybody's people. trying to make the big the they're yeah, all gambling I, right now. Yeah, EV, yeah, the Truth Social, the no one. When's the last time we had a post about Truth Social? I, I don't know. It was these a things just weeks. come and go? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's but um, it's it's crazy because especially with these EV IPOs. These are have been the hottest topics discussed, right? When because you say right now easy. climate change is the, in the news everywhere. Yeah. So EV equals climate change. We got a hundred EV makers all valued at more than Toyota, Honda, and um, and yeah. Volkswagen. <laughs> you, you, you know what it is? I'm. This is what I think is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> the big guns, you know, Toyota, Honda, Ford, GM, all of them. They're they're slowly doing their 
their EV. They're getting their own electric vehicle. Oh, yeah. They're going slow, uh, but they're just waiting for one of the smaller companies to go belly up and just buy it. Yeah. On cents oh, on the God, dollar. And then yeah. just, they have everything good. We have the product. Boom. And they're, they're right. done. That's, that's an just excellent point. Happen. They're just, that's, they're, that's all they're waiting for. Cause it's the same thing that happens. Like, a hundred when flight was starting to be invented and we started getting commercial flights at one point we had like a massive amount of airlines and then all of a sudden they started going belly up and the bigger the ones that were around for a bit longer started gobbling them up and now they're bigger than ever you know it's it always happens you end up with monopolies taking over yep. uh ending up not well not maybe not monopolies but like one of those Here's the other thing that nobody's talking about with this Rivian uh, stock or these cars, I should say, is that I read an article today about this guy, uh, Rajiv Patel. He's an environmental consultant in Austin, Texas. He put $1,000 down on one of these cars as a deposit, and he has no idea when he's going to get this car. Could take up to a year, right? That's what they said, up to a year. And he put in his pre-order for the IPO, for the shares before the IPO, he put in $14,000 and he maxed it out at 175 shares. That's what Morgan Stanley allowed you to buy is 175 shares. And he bought him at $78 a share. So now his shares are worth, he's gained about $5,000 on it. But nice. the average person doesn't have $14,000 in cash to put into a stock that's speculative like yeah. Mr. Patel did here. So clearly the type of clientele that are buying these cars are people that have a lot of money. It's the, again, are, it's the rich. It's always been the case. Right. It's always been the case. Uh, the average even a Model 3. Go buy this. Yeah, even a Model 3 person, is cheap, but yeah. that's double the price of a Honda Civic. Like uh, This, this for, car is double the price of a Model 3. The, yeah. I mean, this car starting price is seventy seven thousand dollars. Yeah, it's model US. three you can get for forty grand right now. Yeah, it's US, US dollars. So, so for us, that's almost hundred thousand Canadian. Like that's the price I can go get an Aston Martin for that. Like I, I would get yeah. an Aston. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm getting an Aston Martin. Yeah, over right. A Tesla, like BB nine. Oh. Even in Montreal with the horrible roads we have, I would still get an Aston Martin. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, over, I would get a forty thousand dollar Tesla over this and save the other forty grand. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, but it, you uh, know what I would do? I would get a Tesla, take the extra forty G's, and put it into Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that! Yeah, double would, my money that Martin, way. <laughs> that would be that would be much smarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand. Sure, the stock could keep going up, but does oh, that I'm sure mean it will. that? I'm sure. Yeah, it will. It, it will. Like my hype my, drives everything. You know, yeah. Right now, it's a hype driven thing, and. I look at the market like I'm very conservative in, in my investing because I'm not ready to learn, like jump into the more speculative things. But if I'm looking at to invest in a company, I'm looking at least they have a five year. If they can survive up to five years and be show a progress, that's a somewhat worthy company to invest in. I would never invest in a new IPO unless I was like it was my own no. company. <laughs> I, I see the logic of people wanting to get in early to something yeah. that they think is going to be great. This is one of those things that I think started out so huge. I just don't know what's going to happen here. If they started out with like a $10 billion valuation, which would still be pretty high in my opinion, I'd be like, all right. You know, if the shares for this were like $20 a share, maybe I would buy 10 shares and just sit on it for a couple of years. 
but now it's at $110 a share. That just doesn't make sense to me. I just don't get it. But yeah, the value, the value doesn't, doesn't make, make, make sense. And you can always wait too. like, what like, did Tesla IPO as? Can we pull that info up? All right. Give me a second. Give me a second. What did Tesla, uh, what was their valuation at IPO day? It couldn't have been a hundred billion dollars. Oh, it was terrible. Tesla was terrible until about 2020. Like Tesla was an awful stock. Yeah, they, uh, they lost Tesla's IPO was seventeen dollars a share. See, that's the valuation. That, valuation. Here's the uh, so yeah. yeah. What was Tesla's IPO? Tesla went on launch its first IPO. One point five billion approximately. Yeah, they issued oh. thirteen point three million shares of common stock for the public at seventeen. That, that looking back is very reasonable that yeah. makes sense like at that, that at that time yeah at that mm -hmm. time that makes a lot of sense yeah like 17 Test like if this was at around 17 dollars rivian's coming out in a much more com competitive market at 100 times the valuation that tesla did in 2010 yeah. that's a little ridiculous to me and tesla there was no competition really nope. except the toyota prius and uh, i think uh uh kaiser uh, uh kramer or something from seinfeld no kramer karma. was competing sorry karma oh yeah or but, the um, fisker you know karma yeah. fisker or something like that um they went bankrupt too but fisker. Yeah. uh if no, they're, they're back now they're back now. no i know but yeah. i'm saying they failed yeah the original initially. yeah we got uh, mark coming in if they are owned by ford and amazon and they're fun uh they they're gonna fund an order from them and tesla has led the way why can't you see the stock doing just uh, doing anything just curious because it's uh, it's the it's the equivalent of me spending one percent speculating on something you have to understand how big amazon is when amazon throws around 10 billion dollars it looks like a big thing to you but look at amazon's valuation and the amount of cash they have on 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 hand they almost put have that, to get rid of it yeah, yeah they, put that they, money they, in, into <laughs> perspective they have like, a choice because they know taxes is coming yeah there's there's tons of businesses that amazon funds that go bankrupt there's tons of businesses that google funds that goes bankrupt that right Apple funds and yeah. goes bankrupt when you have that much money it either sits on your balance sheet and creates what's called drag or you can try to invest in something and earn some return on investment so I, again Amazon speculates in things. Some things will be will be crap. Other things will be turn into successes, like whole 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 foods. Um, you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, Waymo worked out for Google. It could have very well went the other way. Um, they have just to, spend money, and what happens happens. This is this is how I look at it. When big companies spend money, um, if they're spending ten billion dollars on something, it's equivalent to ten dollars of our money. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is when you're at our level, if you're making, you know, 50 to a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, cash is king, right? Having cash is really important. When you're a multi-billion dollar company, cash is the enemy. Like you want to do, you don't want to just have your cash shit sitting around doing nothing. You want to You're just losing money by the day. So you have to do something with it. Acquisitions, you know? yeah. Yeah. So that's. Amazon is in everything, you know, they, didn't they, they were in, weren't they in workhorse too? Didn't they Probably. put some money into workhorse? There was other EV companies that I remember them putting some money into, uh, you know, there's always something, Oh, workhorse got a contract with, uh, uh, us mail, uh, was, I think it was USPS, the United States postal, postal service. And then that nothing ever happened with that. 
So and people were really high on that stock. So just because Amazon put in an order of a hundred thousand, they may never never even get a hundred thousand trucks from them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? Like but Tesla could roll out a car tomorrow that's like pre-printed, that's like super energy efficient, blah blah blah, blah and that really quickly uh, before anybody else can come to market. That's how powerful you you know like Amazon already has everything in place. Uh, not Amazon, sorry, Tesla has things in place. Yeah when i think when, the valuation just is so high I just yeah can't. it's not worth it a hundred dollars really like, I mean, okay here's a question you might as well just put them in the s p 500 right now yeah. you might as well just put them in right now <laughs> guys I think, what, if this was at doing? 17 dollars let's say it was at tesla's uh, uh, ipo and i would buy it to be if honest. it was at well, one one billion dollar valuation why not yeah okay what do, you, what do you really have yeah. to lose at that point i would buy 10 20 shares just to because you know at that point it's so low you don't have much to lose but mm -hmm. so this made, i mean sorry uh phil made a great point too would be about the acquisition it's going to go the same way that the marijuana industry went thousands of these companies went public now there's only a handful of them that are still around because the big guys just eat out all the smaller struggling ones and that exact same thing will happen here um there's a lot of these companies that can't make make money and pop Contrary to popular belief, Tesla is still one of those companies um, whose margins are thin and doesn't make a lot of money. You take away regulatory credits, that company is never going to report a profit. So yeah, um, it's like there's a lot of these companies that are going to have to find ways to make money. And if they can't, they're going to get bought out by bigger companies or companies that, I don't know, can afford to do a leverage buy. Which happens all the, all time. the time. GM buying everybody. Ford owns Mercury, Lincoln, Mazda uh jaguar they own all of those brands if you have a jaguar you have a ford like they mm -hmm. own all of those companies volkswagen audi the, porsche yeah. lamborghini all those are volkswagen brands yeah. people yeah. say oh volkswagen is a small company it's volkswagen plus about five other brands that you love they own bugatti yeah. now yeah volkswagen. bugatti too Jesus. Yeah. so yeah. these things happen all the time again these these super well, ford nearly own ferrari good, yeah they they almost did yeah they who owns ferrari Ferrari, uh, I think, right? Ferrari still independent. Wow. Yeah, I think, I think they are. I don't. I think no, they I think were they... stubborn and they didn't want to sell, right? And they are that exclusivity that it's. Yeah, let's see. Does anybody know in the chat? Like, if you know, let us know in the chat. Uh, who does is Ferrari still independently owned? Is Lamborghini still in, independently owned? Let us know that in the chat. And what is your favorite sports car? Let's they find own, out. Ferrari owns a, a portion of it. Uh, XOR is the major shareholder. Looks like 22. Yeah. Wait, the gas company? No. 20, no yeah. Public owns 67% and Piero Ferrari owns 10%. Okay. Ticker yeah, for so Ferrari. I, I love this. Ticker for it's Ferrari good, is race. That's amazing. I have a question yeah. for the group. Um, <laughs> everybody watching this and listening on uh, on the, 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 the podcast, uh, would you want us to do a breakdown of car company stocks? If you're interested in that, let us know uh, in the show notes, uh, not in the show notes, uh, but in the uh, comments down below. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, send us an email. Uh, there's a link. I like somewhere. I like Mark's, Mark's point there. Are you trying to say that Aaron Rodgers' $17,000 fine might not have made a big impact? Exactly. That's exactly. Oh, you got fined $17,000? That's $17. That's exactly that's seven, that, or even $1.17, if you will. It's like yeah. a $17 fine. He's going to $35 million this year. So yeah. he, makes, he makes that on the on the first yeah. drive. 
of the right. game. Well, he, he he steps on the field and he's paid that already. That's that's what it is. This is what you have to think of. Like the reason why we think it's big numbers is because we we've never had that, yeah. that much that access to that money. But when you start just removing some zeros and saying, look, if it's 17, imagine if you got $17 taken away from you. Will it hurt you? No, you'll survive. It would kill me. It would kill me. Yeah. Some people it may, you know, like to some people it would kill them. But when you think about it, he has like, you take that, take your average salary, add add those zeros back to it. And it's like, out of that, would it hurt you? No, that's what it is to them. So like, yeah, they have to start equivalent it to a percentage of the the your annual salary for for things. Like if it's seventeen percent of his annual salary, that would friggin' hurt. Like yeah, that'd be ridiculous. instead of going for like a monetary amount because anyways, this is not Stephen Moore. Stephen Moore says, "I oh. said we're going live to talk about Rivian IPO." He said, "What is to be said? It's time for the stock market to reveal its true worth." Ooh. <laughs> That's interesting. I like that. That is a good point. Because uh, we, we have been talking about it, that we, we, we feel that there is going to be a little bursting of a bubble soon. Yeah, you need, a, you need a change in monetary policy, but that may be coming next year, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, that, that is a possibility. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to pop until there's no more inflation of the stock market by the Fed. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we, we're going to touch on the stock that's going to blow up, and then we'll go into the hedging. Um, ladies and gentlemen... Hold on. We got a stock that's going to blow up. Yeah, we have a, a known oh, stock that's breaking gonna news. We need a breaking news icon. Yeah. To Look, I'm street. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm working on stuff. Is this I'm a Fang stock? Hold on, hold on, people. Hold on, it's right Who's giving this stock, Phil? Yeah, I'm giving it. You got the inside. What? I got the. Phil it's the stock dirty to me stock. It's going live, ladies and gentlemen. The next one going to the moon, breaking baby. S D two me. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, that's right. It's going to the top of the charts. Maybe not the stock market, but the Apple charts. That's right. We need you to subscribe to it and the Apple charts. It's the links down in the show notes. Please do. It has been moving up, too. It is a pretty good show. It's going up in the ratings. We we would love it if you guys can help. We yeah, we, I know we, we have gotta, to IPO. We gotta Anybody can IPO these days. Holy! Why don't we just, Look, why don't we just get in touch with a SPAC and see if we can merge with them? We should take we us should. public. Honestly, I w- I came back home. I did some grocery shopping today, and I passed by a girl with a lemonade stand. She said she just IPO'd at a hundred million. What? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, a lemonade ridiculous, stand? man. The lemonade stand, like it doesn't like again. You don't need to have capital or customers or anything. Um, but she said that she was going to build a whole bunch of these stands all across Canada and she got the money. Wait, wait, uh, oh, this, are we not wait. doing a stock dirty to me lemonade stand? Like what, right. why are we not doing We have that? to do this. Are we actually <laughs> going to think about doing this guys? <laughs> I, I, I need to know. Honestly, if ever there was a time to do it, this is it. And we need to make a coin. And for anybody that's listening, who would buy a crypto coin made by Hold us? on, hold on. I like Mark. Mark is my new favorite person. <laughs> You'd be robbing yourself IPOing at anything that less than eighteen billion. I, I love uh, it. I agree. I it. Yeah. Uh, we have right who is it? Bat, we have Clisson going. Uh, please tell me you're joking. Dalt never jokes. Dalt doesn't know how to joke, so he's telling the truth. There, there, there's honestly plenty of these IPOs that is just as real as what I just as what I just said. Um, IPO at a larger market value than Sundial. I'm done with this show. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to see that money come in and be like, yes. 
Um, so we need to talk to uh, Johnny, the CEO of the group. Uh, and seriously, think about it, because look, we have 50,000 members in this. We get at least a good two, 20 people watching every week. Um, listening to us and we're blowing up the charts we have a we can ipo at something we're selling guys do you mind if we sell your information for money <laughs> we'll give you you're access to this stock it's we'll, too late. We'll you're give on you... facebook your yeah, oh that's right you're already on facebook so it's fine yeah. you already gave we've us partnered permission. with facebook and yeah that's right we're partnered with facebook apple um uh road i've partnered miller light official partner of the podcast well we're technically partnered with sarla rugby as well as unicorn uh there we go uh but yeah maybe we'll do a coin maybe we'll do a coin. is like if everybody in this group if all fifty thousand members paid twenty dollars we'd have we'd have what's that a million dollars we could go we could actually go and do a spec and buy and everybody a, buy into it and we can make, all make money yep and we could buy a make a mcdonald's franchise why aren't we doing that let's go all right that the petition be, uh, i was wrong what, what was i saying is that correct yeah, yeah a million yeah fifty thousand times 20 yeah 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 uh we have uh who we got here we got um linson going let's do it He's oh, yeah. down for it. Look, there's got to be a way to take advantage had, here. If we had a company and we had, you know, a million dollars in in assets, of which portion of that was a make was a McDonald's, which is what eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand dollars, Canadian for for us. I know it's it's around there, and uh, yeah, we have some cash sitting. We could easily go to a go, go to an investment bank and say, hey, we'd like to IPO. We have a plan to you know buy up. X amount of McDonald's and we're going to pay, we're going to give royalty payments out, you know, just like the, um, uh, the royalty. The, yeah. Just like the royalty corporations. What, what's the one that owns KFC and all those other ones? Oh, I forget it. We're going to take McDonald's national. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> well, let's get to Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is better. We can buy Honestly, Tim Hortons. There are worse ideas we'll IPOing and stacking right idea, now. Guys. You ever hear of this hamburger company called McDonald's? Yeah. We're going to take them worldwide. We're going to take them worldwide. The world, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're going to put them in places where they haven't been. Look, guys, so, if you're interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I like what Mark is saying, too. Uh, make, make the, the dirty, dirty coin. coin. <laughs> you're three ways away from the new Bitcoin. Heck, Bitcoin will look up to your R's. I like it. I like it. Restaurant, the crazy thing restaurant is brands probably, is the one. We probably could make a coin that's more usable than Dogecoin, all these uh, coins. So, guys, I kind of have someone who's already minted a coin for his rugby team. If you kind of look over here, this this wonderful little jersey I have, it's it, it's this the startup super cup. You got Mobcast, you got Sarla Rugby, and other uh, other companies. Uh, but I I personally know the guy here. And he's minted a coin for his uh, his rugby team, and he's doing the same for other amateur sports team. I'm planning on getting him on the show. He does. I I, I don't know how much I can say, but there's another IPO coming uh, that we're probably going to be talking about. But I'm trying to get him on the thing. So if we want to get a coin, we can talk to him, and we possibly can well. Get let's him. get everybody in the group to buy it pre-IPO, and then when it goes up, we'll all sell and we'll all make money, and then we'll bankrupt the coin. We got to do that thing where they <laughs> we're not supposed to tell they them. burn it though. We got to do that thing where they burn it. They burn a certain amount of coins every day because then it gives it more value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll charge the people that didn't buy pre IPO 10% fee to sell. Exact safe moon style. Yeah. We go. We'll get to the moon, but we'll get there even safer than safe moon did. 
Yes. I like where you're going yeah. with that. That's all right. safest all right. moon coin. Let's, gonna, let's talk about... I'm going to take uh, it back here, how to hedge against uh, volatility. volatility. There we go. Dalton, you have this floor, sir. So I'm going to talk about this one. If you can pull up for me, can you pull up one of my blog articles? Because I wrote about this one. Yeah, give me a second. Silver certificates and drums of oil. Drums of oil. Just buy oil by the drum. Fifty-five gallon drums of oil. Hold it, hold it in your in your backyard. I have about twenty drums in my garage. Uh, (laughs) I have bars of silver and gold in the garage. Uh, What's the name of the ammo? Lots of ammo. Uh, If you type in BST in the search, it should come up. uh, Where's the search? Where's the search? On the blog. Oh, there it is. BST. Best close end fund? Yes. That's the one. Hold on. I'm going to share that. Give me a second. Do we have Jeopardy music while we wait? Go to hell, all of you. There we go. (laughs) There we go. All right. It's all you. All right. So BST is the BlackRock Science and Technology Trust. It's a closed end equity fund. Basically, what this thing does, I'll tell you right up right up front, you're gonna get hit with the one percent management fee here. Here's what you're gonna get though. This is this is a typical low volatility fund. Reason being is they have a portion of their fund that is um, hooked up to buying 80% of the total assets and equity securities issued by U.S. and non-U.S. science and technology companies in in any market capitalization range, selected for their rapid and sustainable growth potential from development enhancement advancement and use of science and tech technology now i know what that what that sounds like you're thinking high growth well isn't that going to be more vault more volatile yes that portion is but they balance it out by doing the covered call strategy so they do write their own covered call options on a portion of the common stocks that are in the portfolio so they're collecting covered call premiums all along along the way what this does is it also pays you a guaranteed 5% dividend per year, which is a huge dividend for anybody. A guaranteed 5% dividend? Guaranteed. How How is it guaranteed? Because they're writing the, the cover calls and collecting the premiums anyway. Can't guarantee the, the performance of the fund, but they can guarantee that they're going to collect premiums. Interesting. Is that the first ever guaranteed uh, dividend it, other than like it's, a bond? It's, it's not... It's not guaranteed. Neither is a is a bond fund, but it's pretty solid. So it's like an A rated. You're saying? I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right now it's up to five point three eight. You're you're right though, Tony. Nothing is a is a is a is a guarantee. But since inception, they have never missed that. Yeah, I was just gonna load up on Pokemon cards, but I think I'm gonna. (laughs) This is probably a. Bit just kidding. Just kidding. So yeah, just um, I think it's also up over the last five, five, five years. I think it's up over two hundred percent too, if I'm not mistaken. Here, let's check it out here. Um, two hundred percent over the last five years with it, a five percent dividend. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's pretty powerful. 
Now, has this know. seen any bad years? Have we been through any tough times with this one? When did this one 2020. start? 2020. Okay, up yeah. in the last five years, 221%. There you go. If I got the right stock, which I think I did, then you have to now, add you have to add five percent per year, so you tack on another thirty percent. But that. it looks like was most of the growth for this fund after the market crash. Is that what yeah. that graph is showing? That so is. Do you think this is because of the conditions we're in right now? Could possibly be definitely. What's the that's what's what the I, gain? What what's the gain at the at the what's the number at the far left, Phil? 1693 and then go to 2020 before the crash so it's gone up for 33 sure. so 100 percent yeah. four in yeah. four years that's still that's still, still over 20 percent per year yeah and look it's just it, some... it, it maxed out in the first like it has like it looks like it had two growths like if you look at it it had this growth it, yeah we had the drop then it started to come back we had another drop and then it was just aggressive all here mm-hmm. that's just something i always worry about with funds because everything is taken off after COVID. it's hard to to correctly analyze something nowadays 20 2016 to 2020 100 no yeah that's legit yeah that's that's good you have to include the dividend in there too that was a free five percent you got yeah. every year regardless of capital gains so. well it is a blackrock fund too so yeah. you know it's it's well established uh company so I like it because it has the covered calls adds a, adds a portion of, of, of giving you that kind of, and I believe that that's a monthly dividend too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, If you, if you go back to my um, blog, I think I have some stats there. Does it, do Uh, I say what the dividend? Paid monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Paid out monthly. So you're going to get that monthly, which is huge. It's not going to be a quarterly or a semi-annually. So it just it just helps to cut a little bit of the vibration out of the market, and that's what the covered calls kind of kind of kind kind of do. So it's like uh, to explain, I guess you could say like triple Q with a covered call portion. High 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 growth, but in in the tough times, you're still going to get your five percent. Man, so, I I just I'm I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I just read a story that is just so reminiscent of things that are happening right now and especially with um rivian where they're they have these huge ipo debut and they don't sell any cars uh a solar firm owner is sentenced to 30 years in prison over a billion dollar ponzi scheme so i just saw this article and on npr.org and so it was a california-based solar energy company and uh, they were defrauding people out of billions of dollars. And what they did was they sold thousands of units to people that didn't exist. <laughs> so they sold 8,500 units that they never made and that people never got, never got their money back, never even tried to make it. Just a complete Ponzi scheme. And uh, now this guy this 50 year old CEO of the company is going to jail for 30 years. So, and it's just, it's it's such commonplace nowadays. You see things like that. I always get, yeah. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes and uh, Theranos too. Yeah. Yeah. Theranos was, that was the blood. Yeah. uh, The blood diagnosis. That That didn't work. It didn't have any tech tech technology at all. And they were basically using everybody else's blood, blood testing machines. She was the technology of their own. Yeah. She was the female Steve jobs. 
everybody mm-hmm. was calling her because she would go to stage with a turtleneck and copy yeah. him. Yeah. And they were, oh my God, genius. And the product was a total <laughs> sham. It did nothing. Founder um, indicted for wire fraud and conspiracy. So yeah, it's something to keep to, to keep an eye out. I think when people see these companies and they're out they're out there, everybody thinks these people are doing amazing things. Um, most of the I time, it's not anyone. the case. And yeah. by the way, this scam, they sold 8,500 units over seven years. This went on for seven years. So this shit could go on for a long time before they get caught. So you got to be real careful what you're putting your money into. This is why I only buy what Phil said earlier. I only buy established companies. I yep. only put my money in established companies. So, so we do have Cleason. Uh, Cl- uh, Cl- yes, Cleason. Sorry. Uh, coming in. Does Drip work with BST? Good question. I guess that depends on your broker. Uh, that ETF we just talked about? Yeah, yes, sure. BlackRock. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you have uh, Drip, which I think almost every brokerage does now, you should be fine, I think. If not, the money will just get deposited as cash in your account, and then you can just put the money back into it anyway. So mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. Um, well, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to thank everybody who watched, who's listening uh, b- back on the podcast, and you guys watching the replay. Thank you so, so much. Let us know what you think about it. Um, let us know what your favorite car is, and let us know what you think about us IPOing us uh, uh, on the stock market. Because why the not? But really, it's mainly listen to these two guys above me. Their knowledge is so, so helpful. It's helped a lot of people in the group so much uh, to grow their portfolio and make wise decisions. So, uh, Tony, where else can they listen to you? Uh, The Stock Bros Podcast. I'll put the link below. And uh, you can find me on the group. There we go. And Dalt, of course, is an amazing licensed investor as you saw he has an amazing blog that has a lot more on it but dalt where else can they find you if they want to connect with you on instagram so as everybody knows my instagram handle is uh risme life r-i-s-m-a-y-l-i-f-e and uh post lots of stock stuff on uh, weekends this weekend i missed my saturday live video because i was at a wedding and it was busy 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 but other than that usually write blogs every Sunday and Wednesday. I share a lot of uh, investing topics on my Instagram and a lot of Wall Street Journal premium content. So make sure to follow me. There we go. And ladies and gentlemen, I am, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul. I host a plethora of podcasts, but I really invite you to listen to my Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur podcast, where I have I interview in uh, digital entrepreneurs who make it in the World Wide Web, making actual money, and you can too. Uh, that's my... Uh, a plea for you to follow me but enough of about me ladies and gentlemen this is the show we thank you very much and remember to be smart with your investing